Welcome to the Lithol Podcast. We're here to entertain, inform, but we'll talk about Digimon. I'm Mark, I run with Will, and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm A.R. Palver, blaming Millenniumon for being on the wrong day. I'm Dev Hugh, and my city is being burned to the ground. And we are here on Sunday instead of Monday, because I am busy tomorrow with covering discotheque stream stuff on social media. Yes. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to announcing stuff. How has everybody's week been? Been alright. <laughs> ah, been normal for all three of us, then. I can tell by Dev's noise. Yep. I got a convention next week, so hitting the last seconds of planning, it's always fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have one in two weeks. Yeah, we're early this week, we're a day late next week, and then we will see... And we are almost to the potential deluge that is Digimon Con. Potential. Uh, potential. Yeah. Doing a lot of work in that. Hey, at least it's not at 6 a.m. where I have to decide, am I going to try to sleep for a couple hours or not? I'm perfectly happy with them doing shit afternoon slash night. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. It means I, I can stay up for it. It's just the, it's always a potential. We say it should be yes. a daily use. Well, it wasn't see, last year. No, last year it absolutely wasn't. But we always hold out hope that it will, like... Because even just, like, two or three decent things, we could go, damn, that was pretty good. Well, we have a question on that, so we'll maybe yeah. we'll circle back to that uh, We at do. The end. One second. Oh, we do. I forgot that question was there. I forgot everything after I read it. Yeah. And then we get to talk about... The Digimon with the mostest. Hey, look, it's Millenniumon with Resurrection. He showed up. I I could tell, like, the part, because I could always tell the mood everyone has after an episode, especially if we're in the chat. AR does not want to hear much about Millenniumon, I can tell. He borderline was sounding (laughs) upset as people were talking about him yesterday. People put him up on a pedestal, but he's not. He's a little bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's the thing. He went You're from he, he went from being, like, he's always been junk, but at least last time you could say he was the mini-boss that showed up and had a couple of, he, and yeah. he had got to do some cool stuff, even if it wasn't super long, and then he got Goku'd away. Here, he's the one-off thing that's been shoved to the side to maybe reappear, like every other episode of Ghost Game. And that's why this episode was better than his episode of the reboot. And here's the... No, see, I disagree for one key reason. He's the worst part of the episode. At least, like, when he was the mini-boss, he did some cool shit, even if the coolest thing was being blown up. I mean... Here, that's, here, here, that's, I would... That's I, not really... At least it looked cool getting blown off the lap in Adventure. That's true. Here's the problem with that comparison, is that that episode of 2020... There was some okay stuff going on, and he was just an average part of it. Here, he's the worst part when everything else was pretty damn good. No, but see, that's the thing. is, I don't give him credit because he happened to be an episode that had good stuff. And then the instant we saw him, it all went downhill. Mm, I disagree with that. We'll go over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. we do get Amphimon in the, the intro, and she's giving a thumbs up. And then we move to a physics lab. They're going to discover stuff in a warped space, and a purple no, ball of energy not. shoots out. And ba- <laughs> I will say, I appreciate that's not just it hits her and she slumps. She went fucking flying against the fucking wall. 
Like, like she she ragdolled. Yeah, I can yeah. Appre- I can appreciate going for the actual visual visual and not just going for the ball hits her and then she slumps over in the chair. Like just th- an, an outstanding way to begin an episode. Just boom, dead. Yes. And then we Rest get in pieces. Then we get the yeah. funeral, the girl walking into it. The guy slumped over, and we hear the random people. Uh, there's something weird in fu- like funeral scenes when you get people just like mouthing off. Thing is, that's actually pretty accurate. No, it it it, it, it 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 is. It's just an interesting way to give us information so quickly in an episode. Is what I mean. Like it is accurate. Yeah. They 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 kind of it's a it's a slightly I guess kind of artistic way of, of presenting us with the characters that we're supposed to get to know yes. here. Which, which is, is which is the problem with Ghost Game is yeah. they set up these random characters who we are never going to see again, and I swear we get a better handle on them than on the main characters. Yeah. Uh, at this one, in this case, yes. Yes. In, in this case, uh, definitely in the case of Toru and Minami, for yes. sure. Yeah. So... The girl gets up at night to get some water and she sees something. Then she sees her not quite future sister-in-law wandering around as a zombie. And the funny part is the girl like seems originally seems this generic kind of concerned before she freaks out. Like, like maybe I'm just hallucinating. This, yes. Did I take too this much is, Benadryl? Something's off here. Yes. And then zombie. And then they, uh, I will give them credit to the immediately jump to she's dragging Ruli along to take a look and everyone else is already there waiting. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they also connect her to one of Rudy's other friends. Like, uh, she, the, the Rudy is a friend of a friend. I don't recall. Kind of in on this. I don't recall. It was kind of just like, oh, she had tracked down Ruli. I'm sure no, they, they did. Yeah. But, no, Katoa mentions that she's friends with Mika. Okay. Yeah. And then Kiyoshiro is scared, as you would expect. Yeah. And then we get to like see... Like, we're going to the dead body. And then, bless them, zombie girl's just sleeping in bed. Uh, I, like, if I randomly see a zombie and it goes to sleep, I'm not sure, like, it. I'm just chucking it out the window it's after cutting not... the head off or something. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, I, like. There's a reason. There's a reason, the, but yes, that that's isn't per the usual zombie no. rules yeah. here. And then she died, which is almost, which is almost more alarming. Yes, she died ten days ago. Called to the touch, and bless them, Jellymon's like no breathing, heartbeat, or anything like Kiyoshiro would have. It's a little creepy, but yeah. yeah. She only gets up and moves at night, and Koda's like, yeah, it isn't just moving. <laughs> and then, bl- and then bless anime plots. The parents don't know because they happen to be abroad at the moment, and her I, and the brother I, keeping it secret. I I was wondering, like, are they keeping secret the fact that she's come back to life, or the fact that she died? Yeah, that's the I want to know. Keeping her body at the house. Like, yeah. Did they, like, did they call and say so about that wedding in a few months? You can you can cancel that, or did they go? Like, we're not getting grandchildren, are we? It's like, well, you know, the wedding, we might have issues, but keep it on your calendar. Like, save the date. We might still have it. And then the episode stops to tell us what we're supposed to take as important information. She's also been hearing voices, and there seems to be something causing other issues. Cough, cough, not important. I hope it's not a Digimon. Then we have Knight here on Gamamon run off to the bathroom, and we get eyes staring at them, 
and they look back and the eyes are gone. Which, <laughs> like, that's classic like horror type imagery there. It's like they should be used to that yeah. by now. Yeah, because this has actually happened before. In fact, with eyes, I think, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point here, it should be like eyes. Okay, and then put that, put that on the checklist. And then bless them. This is where it actually like falls into flanderization a bit. Jellymon commenting on she can turn the building into a business for no apparent reason other than that's Jellymon's thing. Like, nor- right, yeah, like yeah. normally, like, she's thinking up businesses that, in context of what they're doing, make sense. Here, she's just standing there going, I'm supposed to do business. I'm business Jellymon. And then, like, they immediately drop that because they have other stuff, and Espimon is there. And Espimon is yeah. there. He wonders how Kiyoshiro hey, can sleep, and God bless them for coming up with a good Kiyoshiro explanation. He stayed up watching anime. Just like me. Yes. He wakes up freaking out. Nightmare. Koda points out she's having them also, which is odd. You think that when she would have given them like all the information, you'd point out she's having random nightmares. Maybe she well, always your did. Sister-in-law, well, future sister-in-law died horribly and her corpse is in the next room. Yeah, it's also possible that she could be having nightmares even if there was nothing yeah, supernatural. Like, just having the sister-in-law dying it might be enough to that's, trigger that kind of thing. That's fair enough. And the brother brought the body home, as we are now told. And yeah. Ki- at this point, Kyosher's like, yeah, I want to fucking get the fuck out of here. And Jellymon mm-hmm. does not give him that choice. And then... Yes, she shouldn't. Then we get nighttime, we get the clocks dinging, the brother comes home. He, he... So happy the brother came home. Uh, I was actually really, I was really worried about this. This was going way too long before to talking about the brother without bringing the brother into this. I'm like, I need to see, see the brother here because Katoa's not that interesting. Toru's I, interesting. I would have preferred if the brother looked fine. And here's why. If we're going to get the whole he's deluding himself into it, having him look haggard only show him be haggard when that becomes the plot thing. Um, yeah, because the, it, because the problem it was it was a I, little exaggerated. At the same time, he is somebody who's going through a grieving process. Like maybe not to that visible extent. Yes, but fine. He shouldn't be fine no matter what. Uh, see, I could think you can argue he should be because, as far as he's concerned, she's not dead. They made a mistake. I think he knows that oh, something's off. I would. He just doesn't ge- care. So generically, I agree with you. But if they want us to think that, it feels like they need to have some have him say something that doesn't match, and we're told that's not what he would have said, or something. It can't just be. Well, he must know, because he mm. kind of like the way he acts. It's not clear that he does. But hey, look! I, hey, look! Yeah, the impre- the impression I got was that he could he knew this wasn't exactly w- on the level here, but he's just so he wants to preserve this yeah. relationship so much that he doesn't care yeah. about the fact that she is in fact dead. He's just like, you know what? She's dead, but she's moving, so I'm just gonna roll with this because I can't live without her. And then a pink portal opens up, which he's also been ignoring. And she wakes yeah. up. And they walk around together. I will say, even though they should have, like, um, stuttered it so it didn't feel like it was repeating, I actually like the zombie walk cycles they did for her. Yes. I just, they just, yeah. they kind of loop them in a way that kind of made it a little too comical, but the actual walking worked really well. And Taurus is like, bullshit. and then, hey, in between life and death, and then she 
grabs him by the neck. We get blue energy fingerprints as she sucks the life out of him. And Kodoha shows he's, up. He's okay with this. Yeah. It's it. Uh, well, here, here, well, like, see, here, see, I like, I really like this scene. There's a flaw, though. Do you know what the flaw is? How do we know this isn't something they were doing when they were al- when she was alive? <laughs> this may not, this I, may I, not be a zombie thing. This may be. I think the blue that has to, yeah, that has he has to sort. He presumably feels that if he wasn't yeah. numb to. Grief. See, here's the thing. He, but it's the neck. He won't see the blue. And who knows what weird shit they're getting up to normally. And then, really and then Toru begins to laugh. And he's like, he's at that fun stage of like, kind of just going mad a little bit. She's, <laughs> he, she's fine. She got up at the hospital. It's great. Yeah. And then this like, is, yeah, th- none of this is okay. And that's why I love it. And then like more fingerprints. She sucks the life out of him. Then she tries grabbing the little sister Hero tries to stop it, but it doesn't really good. And then we get a bunch of Vilemon and Sumamon just banging noises. And like, oh! Manami's like, she needs more. She launches herself at Kyoshiro for the purpose of not letting us see Amphimon this week. It's a curious omission, but it worked out okay. And then we get to see a very familiar thing from The Legend of Zelda. It's a rupee with a dragon inside that pops up, and hey, it's Zed. It's been a year oh, and a half since we last saw him. It's Zed. And at then, this point, like, I, it's I'm see, I'm totally okay with this because at this point they've realized that it's like, hey, these these kids are basically have full, almost full power Digimon. You can throw whatever you want. In my at them. in my notes, I literally wrote, "He's angry. He got Goku a year and change ago." <laughs> And then Gorman's like, he can come back from corpse data, but I'm surprised it can be a human. And and Gorman's like, and he he only says this after Zed's already there and causing shit. He's like, Zed's catastrophic. We need to stop it. When has that not been what they've had to do? Well, they haven't ever. They don't usually like fully have to destroy the enemy. They usually is like, Maybe yeah, just, just talk it out. Yeah, just punch it once, make it make it feel bad, and then give it a lecture, and, and everything then, will be fine. Not, I think he understands. Like, yeah, no, not this time. And then we get the war. Although it'd be hilarious if they did. Hey, they land a good, the land show's a good not o- the show's not over. Goes back to, <laughs> land a good hit on Seed Millennium on, and it goes beating a good boy. I mean, that may have happened. We don't know yet. And then Hero hits his watch. We get the digital space, and. For some reason, this is where, like, they're all kind of stupid. You've just been told, like, this is a crazy-ass fucking thing. And then they dive at him as perfect and immediately get bashed. And somehow Espimon gets hurt the least when this happens. Yeah, Espimon shooting a mop bomb at him. Like, that's gonna be and he great. actually dodges much better than they do. That's... That makes sense. Oh, That's sure, he's tiny. He's, t- yeah. he's tiny. Urkel could dodge he's... very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, then... I have a feeling, I think that's just convention right now that they have to throw it, an attack in the perfect yeah. form before they can go higher. Yeah. Because just... their new ditchy vices are too crap to yeah. send them straight to ultimate. And then Zed's just floating there, and, bolt, and the Digimon are like, we're not going to lose. And then they evolve into Siriusmon and Diarbitmon. Kiyoshiro's still out of it. They didn't do that against Shogun Gekko, man. Yeah. And both dodge, they attack, 
Sirius Mon's like, it's working. We've definitely hurt him some, at least a little bit. And then a voice says, no, it's Manami. Space time, Terran Z, she warns them. And Tor's like, I knew you're alive. And then she says the obvious, she isn't. I'm not. Like, I am super yeah. fucking dead. Like, bitch. like she, ver- <laughs> like she, exp- she explains it all very clearly and very well. I will say, Moon yeah. crashed into her and she's dead. And then Moon was basically puppeting her around. Yeah. And when Zed woke up, she did also. There is not any. There is not any way that it ends with her yeah. surviving. She's already. It's like my entire spine was pulverized. She she's al- <laughs> she's already dead. She's an echo who is trying to help them. She is an ex scientist. <laughs> could, could, would you say she's an ex antibody scientist? Hey. Hey-o. And then she's like, "Hey, I'm part of Zed, but I'm not actually properly part of his body. Aim at me." She apologizes to her. She points out she's doing it to protect them because there's no getting better for her. All she can do at this point is help them stop it. This is very important for rationalizing what comes next. Yes. Siriusmon and Dear Bitmon go as hard as they can. She vanishes as Zed implodes. And this is where something important happens in the episode that I've not seen people talking about. They reference a much better show in the attack. Fates Day Night? No, go Kiger. The attack is actually literally uh, Marvelous's finishing move, like almost sh- sh- one to one. Where he, I did appreciate, I, I, I did appreciate that they did focus on how much Hero and Ruri hated to do this. Like, even though she gave all the justifications for it, they still have to yeah. kill a human body. Yeah, and then all, and then this is where like all the tiny annoying evil Digimon leave. And, like, minus, like, oh, Zed's a bad guy, and, like, things are showing up around him. There was, like, last week, the Han Yuman had a lot of good stuff to do and a reason to be there. There was no reason for these Digimon to be there at all, honestly. They added nothing to yeah. it. They didn't do jack shit. Was, yeah. They were there for mood. Yeah. And then, because they aren't getting being energy-sucked anymore... Toru and Konoha get bumped out of the digital space. I still like the rare times they do that. Where, like, if someone's been pseudo-infected by a Digimon, they're there, and if they stop it, they just get shunted out quickly. I actually like that little thing. Mm-hmm. I love that the Toru, even after Minami gave her spiel, was still trying to fight back and keep her alive. Yeah. Like, that's... That's good. That's, no, that this is. is actually this is character that like that that gives me and I that gives me a picture of his character and what how messed up he is over this. Yeah. And then Moon sleeps once again. Hero turns off the digital space and picks him up, puts it in his pocket as you do when you have a world destroying thing. The, digi- the paper. It's a great paperweight. <laughs> the Digivice VV turns off and we get to see Black Tailmon Uber watching them, and then like bounces off and runs away. Like we get like a little floaty like. Yoshi jump or something in my head yeah. is how I remember. Yeah. I, I, it was, I got the impression that he is like, oh, this is this is something they can't handle. He's gonna have to go mop this up like he always does, and like, oh, okay, that's. And, it, like, oh, okay, it's fine. and then it ends with Toru. I don't know if he thinks it's fine, but he's like, okay, whatever. Not my problem anymore. Yep. And it ends with Toru crying, and Espimon 
complaining that he can't evolve. He's very unlucky. De- thereby being a rare time when if they do not deal with this foreshadow with Espimon, I will fucking say it's yeah. the worst show there is if they do not actually deal with it. Yeah, now he well he'll he'll evolve in yeah. some uh, he'll he'll have, he'll get some throwaway evolution yes. in the middle of one of the final battles. You know what's going to happen? He's going to evolve. Better make, they better not make an episode about it. No, here's what it is. He's going to evolve into Hover Espimon, whose main thing is zooming around and shooting missiles, which is functionally the same thing Espimon does. He's mm-hmm. going to evolve and be exactly the same. Might be a little slower. Maybe oh. he won't. Uh, maybe he won't dodge the next one. Yeah, that's true. He, he gets a big target, like with that floaty hovercraft thing. It's a very strange-looking form that yeah. is. And then hero study file is Zed Millennium on. And interesting. I, Tell me about him. I've never heard of him. Yeah, before. I know. I certainly don't recall him dying like a little bitch last season. Yeah. To be fair, he goes out even worse this time. At least last time, it had to be like the power of friendship in the whole digital world and a spirit sure bomb. It, yeah, it sure as hell it's wasn't the power of friendship this time. Yeah. It's the power he, of, hey, here it's dead woman he, wants to die for real. Here it's that Gamamon watched Gokaiger once and repeated a move he saw on TV. I legit thought this that, that this kill was way more badass. Like, uh, nah. Go after a human life. I like nah. that. This was that took some that took actual care. Went on a journey, and then yeah, <laughs> across I, the rainbow I, bridge. I honestly thought the zombie stuff worked really well. I thought it was more goofy dealing with Zed as part of that. Like th- I felt like that didn't work, and it didn't serve the zombie theme. It's yeah. Honestly, at this point, they can throw whoever they want at them now. But that's like where it's kind of. But that's no, where it's. But that's where it's kind of shit. Like I want it to be a Digimon that explains the zombie, and it's not just this is who it happens to be in the story, where like the story ends up working because of the sacrifice aspect to it. But it you don't actually need to do a, that. It's again the ghost game thing where they pick the Digimon they want to use and craft a story around it. Like see, we said I, that this is see, where but no, we see, see that this is where they go for the second half no, of the story. But that's and my it does thing. seem to it, me that they, they look at Seed Millennium on, they go, Oh, he's corpse state and go, let's give him a corpse. See, to me that's not crafting it around him though, because it feels like it's something that was too easily for other Digimon to be done. If they could have threw darts at a wall and yeah. If they thought of them, if they if they said first, like, we want a story with Zed Millennium on, this is absolutely a story they could come up with uh, one. But we'll see if we'll see if for once they decide to pay something off in Ghost Game with the Moon Crystal. I don't need them to, honestly. I would prefer they do, where like you have him pocket the crystal and you have Uber standing there watching. It feels like that's one of those moments they need to pay something off of it. it because if Uber wasn't there, you could say, "Yeah, he's just throwing it and using it as a paperweight," and I would one hundred percent laugh and agree. I think when you, I have, would love that. I, think, I am. I'm curious what Uber was actually doing what there. His, what his? I want to know what his thought process was in that. But it doesn't well, necessarily have to. Though. It doesn't necessarily have to pay off directly from Moon Millennium on. No, it. I mean, it just has to pay off in the sense of they deal with Uber or the Crystal in a way that it makes sense. It I'd does not. Rather it, they, it I'd does, rather they deal with Uber. Uh, so would I. I do not want the Crystal to be pulled out and then fr- friendly Mini Z to pop out and be standing there on Hero's shoulder, like, "Come on, Hero, I'm gonna help." 
because you oh my didn't God, that's such a, That would be such a hunter's thing. Remember when Tagiru caught a Dagomon? That was fun. Uh, and then some cast stuff. Atsuki Tani Zid Millenniumon. This was his first time in Digimon. You would have thought they'd get Volcano Oda, because wasn't he Zed last time? I think I even, so. I, Well, he didn't even really... I didn't even register him having a voice. He, he, he said, like, three words. Like, actual words. Not, not like, super well-recognizable. It's like, yeah, it, that was an actual, like, name actor and everything who had, like, three words that you could barely hear. So I, I saw the subtitles that said they were words, there, but there was. I... I I def I definitely actually heard the words. They just weren't good. So uh, he's been in Fist of the Blue Sky, Gundam Unicorn, Silver Guardian. He's most known, though, for doing dubbed over stuff. And there's some good ones. I just want to pause and say that my Chromecast, uh, I turned off the football game and my Chromecast just decided to put up an image of uh, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government building. <laughs> Very <laughs> apropos of the podcast. Message! Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, so dubbed over content, there's a few good things. He's the Japanese voice of Ares in God of War. He's the okay, Japanese voice that's... of the Master Chief in the Halo stuff, including in the Toei anime. Mm-hmm. And he's dubbed over. He, he dubs over a lot of people, but the two most relevant ones was a number of times he's dubbed over Liam Neeson and Mark Strong. <laughs> Yeah. Somehow imagine Mark. Just imagine Zed Millenniumon's head on Mark Strong's body. Oh, I was going Liam Neeson, but that works too. Yeah. Uh, then Manami was Fumiko Orikasa. Uh, she she's a she yeah she's a big one. She's rookie. Yeah, it's rookie. And again, she only had a handful of lines. That's. Wild, but she did them like a boss. Yeah, yeah she's uh, she's now, also so versatile, yeah. and I, I no, catch other stuff. I'm yeah. going wait. That's really yes. now. I didn't. This is one where she has so many things. I just picked a few. Uh, she's Ava in Ascendance of Bookworm, Rukia in Bleach, Shirley in Code Geass, Riza in later Full Metal Alchemist stuff, QB uh, in Gintama, Azusa in uh, GTO, Aki in Inazuma Eleven. Marion and Kaleidostar, Marin and Gundam Seed Destiny. She's also uh, Chun-Li in various stuff, Lady and Devil May Cry stuff. Just a bunch of stuff. She uh, gets her around. Kodaha is Hisako Kanemoto. She was Nanomon in Adventure 2020. Uh, she's uh, Hinano in Assassination Classroom, Samugi in Bang Dream, uh, Nakiri in Food Wars, Atra in Gundam IBO, uh, Pretty Cure Peach. I wrote Peace, but I believe it was Peach. And in modern Sailor Moon stuff, she's Sailor Mercury. And last up, we have Shinji Kawada as Toru. Uh, he's Aurora in Attack on Titan. Haishi in Bakuman. Shino in all the Naruto and Bleach stuff. Chuck in Macross Delta. Dev, I think I heard you. I just made a, a noise. I was okay. like, huh wasn't sure uh haruki and school rumble and some good dubbed over content in a recent redub of back to the future he's goldie wilson in the goldie ult- wilson yeah in the ultimate spider-man cartoon he's spider-man and i read for the best one have you seen the modern chippendale movie yes i have not seen I, oh, I forgot to watch that dev who would be oh, the it was si- amazing dev who would be the single funniest character he could be oh that's a hard question to be on the spot with. 
Gotta go fast. <laughs> Gadget's husband. It's gotta be Sonic. Yes, he's ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the next week we get the strange floor. It, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember how what. Do you go, how do you go from resurrection to the strange floor? I want to pull up what de- I want to pull up what Onke translated that as because I could swear it was a better translation. It was the phantom floor. See, that sounds better. That's strange, better. strange That's sounds better. a bit goofy. That makes more sense. You could even, you could even honestly call it the thirteenth floor, and it still has the same vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, but yeah. The so, do you think it will be a good floor. one? Because everyone's already, no. everyone, everyone's already decided based on the trailer who the Digimon has to be, and I'm just waiting to see. Like, they have not been as literal with powers as people think they have. I have already forgotten the trailer. <laughs> The trailer showed keyholes being put into a person. Mm. It, in other words, every response was, it's going to be Clavis yeah. and uh, Yeah, the chat, the chat even said it. <laughs> the chat knew where I was going with that. It's, it's going to be a heartless. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that because those actors could be in it. It, well, could, be organi- it could be Organization 13. Yes. See, and then... And then, I I'll go sit in the corner now. And, and then the podcast title will be simple and clean. Chat <laughs> floor oh, thirteen. <laughs> to be fair, I'm, I actually like what the title is this time for the show. It's a good, stupid title. I've just put it in the chat. That's solid. Yeah, I'm perfectly happy with that one. It yeah. sounds like it's a bad old sitcom, though. It does sound like a, I want to. I want that in sitcom form. Yeah, and then or like a B movie. Yeah, and then we move over to ghost game music we have the cover for the original soundtrack and we're all very shocked to see it's the perfect artwork yep we've seen that before yeah we've seen that a lot because they showed that to us early while they were on hiatus so we actually saw it as i recall like a month early yep and we haven't stopped seeing it you really think they do the ultimate digimon don't you it um, feels like it. So this yeah, is, at this point, they don't have a reason not to. Yeah. So this is out next month. Second one. This is out next month. And then the music video. So I, I think we all agree the song works better as an actual like song than as an ED song. It's It works better as an ending to any anime but Ghost Game. So weird thing. Did you guys look at the music video? No. Yeah, it's... So Whatever. there's so one okay it, it's generic as hell but there's yeah. two things one the color corrections like fucking horrendous it just looks ugly two they've done like some sort of post processing filter and everything just looks unpleasant and weird like they put I, it up I in- generally I generally get that impression from most Japanese music videos though Well so. here's well here's the thing when they put it up in 4K I go okay maybe they shot it nice and it'll look a bit better and I look it's just like it, everything looks slightly off and weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. A Japanese, it's a Japanese music video. Yeah, but here's the thing. We normally get them, like, on a DVD. Here we actually got, like, a 4K disc. Or not disc, but a 4K stream. I'm like, maybe it will actually look kind of decent. And absolutely not. It, this isn't, the kind, of, this isn't the kind of video I would want to look decent. No, it see, see, like the, see, I want to It feels to like decent. it's supposed to look a little off. See, I want it to look decent, like decent in quality, because it is a band putting their foot forward for like what's probably gonna be their most looked at song in a while. 
Or like they even did like proper English closed captioning, but no one closed captioned the letter at the end. It's just kind of odd. Like they went to all the effort to actually do like English closed caption lyrics. Um, the quality of them coin flip, I don't care. But you would like they end with a letter and everything, and they don't. It's just kind of weird. I, I for some reason I just expect better even for this. It's just half ass in every way. It's just ugly. And then, God bless them, uh, I I was sitting there. I remember I laid down to bed a bit early at around like 2, 2.15. Decided I'll scroll Twitter for a bit before bed. And it's like, oh, oh. Always a great idea. It's like, oh, they put up the fan meetup thing again because they put that up like 10 times in the last week. And I'm like, wait, there's a little play symbol there. And I'm like, ah, Okay, I better go do this. It's like, oh, there's actually shit I want to go for, and I really, really probably cannot actually go. All joking aside, it's like, yep. Like I, fa- I actually have family member having surgery right before then. They're gonna need help. It's like, for a day trip, can I get down there for the chance to meet Kenji Watanabe? Because it's not a guarantee. And I'm sitting there going, chance. But that's a, that's the thing. It's a chance. At a very inopportune time, when someone will actually be recovering and not have use of arms for a while. And it's like, am I really going to do that? Probably not, unless something comes up, but I considered it. So, they detail the actual stuff, and they also give us a much better photo. So yeah, so, uh, they will have a training corner for the card game. Demo stations for next order. Kenji Watanabe will be there for signatures and photos. And God bless them for not using a photo of him and using that drawing of him we've had for a few years. Love it. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, He's going to be wearing that outfit, too. They talk about the guidebook being given away. And they show the guidebook. And some fans went, it's going to have every reference book entry in it. No, it's uh, not. What? No. Do you know how long that would be? Yes. So there'll be that. Then they will do giveaways. They'll be giving away uh, card game promo packs when you walk in the door. One uh, pack per person. These are the uh, art cards that fans did last year. And then, God bless them, this is where they're doing the exact promos they would do in Japan, which I don't know if I'd love it or go, wow, they haven't thought about the audience at all. Uh, If you're a Digimon partner member and you show your member ID screen on your phone at the venue... You get a Digimon Frontier 20th Anniversary postcard, which I believe they did this exact giveaway at Digifest. You can think of tooth problems with this. Yes. <laughs> Especially, so, um, you, none of you have been to the LA Convention Center, correct? I've never been to LA. Yeah, okay. The LA Convention Center, uh, the phone reception there is exceptionally bad. It's basically a cement block, isn't it? Okay, yes. so three problems with yes. this. It is not great. Now, here's the thing. You can definitely get reception, but, like, there were times when I was sitting waiting for a panel. Like, not... I was gonna, well, I was, I was going to ask if this applies to not AX hours, but is there ever not peak hours at this place? Well, here's the thing. There was times when I was there when it wasn't peak hours and when it was emptying out, and I still had shit reception. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, for example, the room the actual Digimon panel was in. Uh, in 2019, I had no reception, and neither did the people who were actually trying to report live. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I've been to that convention center before, and I knew that was going to happen. 
but you still, I still, there are people behind me, like from video game sites, trying to like type, you know, type on their phone and do stuff live to people who could write the articles, and I could tell from the frustration they were not getting anything out. Well, okay, so well, the two people that are both partners, members, and once a frontier memorabilia are going to be SOL. Sucks to be them. And then, if you follow Digimon Web, retweet a pinned tweet and get there and show it to them. You get a sticker featuring Agumon and Gamamon. Have that pulled up when you before you get there. Yes, absolutely. Get it pulled up. Take I hope it, it doesn't try and refresh. Take a screenshot and see if they'll accept that. And that just have the screenshot on your phone yeah. and just pretend it's the actual site. See, sometimes they want to click to see. At events. And so this will be the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th. The high point is no doubt, can't, like, here's the thing. If it was everything else, I'd be like, that's nice, but I can't go. I obviously have real life shit. Mm-hmm. The Kenji Watanabe makes me go, is there a way it will actually work that is not just me being an asshole? Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I wondered if you were going to try to make that work. I still want someone else to watch your family member with like also, a case of beer and a pizza. Also, you wonder what his what his actual hours of availability. Yes, will that's because that's, he's not going to be there for the entire. Yes, span that, of the that's why I go. There's the potential. Because here's the thing: if it's you know two hours on Sunday, can't do it. Period. It's not even yeah, chance. Yeah. So as it gets closer, I will wait and see. I suspect the answer is no. But it's hey, in, but but yeah. it's in but it's in the back of my head that it would not be impossible. I just really shouldn't. But also, they really should specify what his hours are going to be. See, cause... I think I should be invited as a VIP because I produce it on Blu-ray. I think yeah. that's I think that's how it should work. Hmm. <laughs> so they're gonna have a car for you. And... See, I didn't even think that. I just meant like. Oh, I get a VIP badge or wristband or whatever it is, just so I could walk in easier, get do what I need to do, and then leave. I never even considered like, oh, they would pick me. No, absolutely not. Well, you'd need to because you have other plan. You have other things going on that weekend. But yeah, realistically, not happening. I'm still tempted to try, but I will decide that based on what we find out about that. Yeah, I, I they better put out his schedule because geez, I'd hate to be the thing. guy showing up and I'd hate to be the guy showing up at Sunday at 8 a.m. and find out he's not there. Well, there's a fall, another flaw. Remember, this is a corner where they're doing a bunch of card game stuff for multiple card games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even getting in there, like if it's, you know, they'll have a two, they'll have an hour signing on whatever. It may not even be worth trying unless you're just really desperate. And I could uh, there's I could understand people just going, I need to try. Yeah. I'm realistically not going to do that because I actually have like the perfect excuse not to, to not to act crazy and stupid. Yeah. This is this is one that as tempting as it is, you probably want to give it a miss. Yeah. All the signs are pointing to just just let it go. And that's where I am mentally. If I doesn't mean I won't try if it's possible, mm-hmm. but realistically, it's not happening. And I'm the allure aware. is always there. Yes, the, the you can see the precious off in the distance, but it ain't yes. fucking happening. I ain't, and he's wearing overalls and a stupid hat. I ain't fucking jumping into no volcano. And then, and this is actually happening right now. 
another test event for the Vital Bracelet Arena app. This is happening now, and I believe the clock's broken again. Because, in theory, the hours for the battle are noon to noon. But it's not the same noon for everyone, but the Arena app is unaware of this. So, we will see how they clean it up, and they're doing... I like that they do the events for all three watches, though. Yeah. Ironically, out of those three, it's pretty easy to guess which one they'll drop from having events the soonest. Has to be Vital the normal. Heroes. Has to be the normal Vital Bracelet because that's done. The BE still going, and the Vital Hero is still going. The- Theoretically, has anything come out since the original Vital Hero stuff? Nope. I don't think so. We'll, I have we'll, not seen shit. We will see how that goes. And speaking of stuff that up and vanished, it's time for Digimon Survive. Woohoo! They put up the pre-order DLC to buy on the various platforms. And the funny part about this is, is the extra support equipment pack, I believe, was a store uh, was store exclusive pre-order stuff in Japan and did not actually come out anywhere else. I yeah, I don't. I never had access. I don't remember having access to this. Yeah. So. Well, here's the thing. It could easily have been one store and we just didn't know about it. But as far as I know, this is not outside of Japan. Yeah, I only got the Gilmon pack. Yeah. Yeah. And God Which bless- is also weird, though, because I didn't actually pre-order it. But I think that was because of their release uh, issues. Digital store stuff was the first month. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. And physical stuff, because of the code shit going ass up, it was basically, if you have the game and proof you bought it, and you contact X, Y, or Z, they'll send to you. And they sent extra stuff to stores just to send to people. Anyways. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. The price is not great. It's $4 per pack. It's a lot for a Gilmon. Yeah. I, I, here, here's how I think you could have charged a bit too much and been fine. Just have it be three ninety nine, and you get all of it. Both. Yeah. Like, if it's three yeah. you're like, here, you get the pre-order stuff, and this was a pre-order bonus for other regions, which is not there, and you get that as a bonus. And just say, mm-hmm. and just say three ninety nine. Because the $8 is kind of dickish, to be honest. It, yeah, because the game is like 50 I think it was 60 wasn't it? Well, it's, well, it's, it's been now. a while. Yeah, you can find it for like 14 or 15 now. Yeah. But yeah, a little too much. I'm glad people can get it at their next Steam sale, <laughs> which is what's going to happen. And then we have cards. So the parallel cards for Angoramon and Ruli from RBO1 and then the bonus serious mon parallel card which is his normal parallel card but with a silver foil background. Mm-hmm. We got all the clean card uh, card images from that booster. Um and then a few other recent promo cards. I'm trying to decide what my favorite card is from that pack and I honestly don't know. Cuz there aren't a ton of new ones. Looking at it, I think the best one is probably God, it might be Uber. I think it's either that or like the rainbow. It's Hokto. Hokto, obviously. I was gonna, obviously Hokto. Yeah. And then we also like the gamma with the rainbow background. Yeah, that one's nice. Mm. And then we also got clean parallel cards and a printable playmat of that serious mud art, which we saw, which was the first art we saw from the set. I actually like the way they framed it for the mat, to be honest. Yeah. And the compar- yeah, I think like one of the most the more recent mats, like it was just that was actually framed awkwardly. Yeah, 
Like, this is actually yeah. framed nicely. And yeah. it doesn't look like shit when you look at the actual quality. Although mm-hmm. one thing bothers... It looked, it looked good once you have the uh, decks on it, too. Although like, what? The, the heads are still prominent on those even after you put the... Uh, if oh, you no. have to put the cards on. Oh it. no, something bothers me that I look at it and I didn't realize it. So, are you guys both looking at the image? Mhm. Look underneath the logo. Yeah. That's that's Garuman's foot. Why does Sirius Mon have Garuman's foot? Is a digi cross gone wrong? Yes. Uh then we got I Ki- could say something but it'd be very inappropriate. Yes, it would. And then we got Kyaruman, Kudaman and Satsuma cards from Boost Set 13. I really like the the Kyaruman looks really good. Like the the minimal background and everything, it comes across really good. Shockingly cutesy for a preform of Kudaman. Yes. But it's fluffy and it has a big fluffy tail. And then we get Repamon and then uh Tylenmon looks very impressed with himself. As you'd expect. I know, from... but it's just funny for some reason to me. Uh, then we get Slightmon. This is one where I we like that zo- one. zoom out a bit, please. It's just it's too close. I like the art. I feel like zoomed out a bit, it would help. Yeah. yeah. That's he yeah. certainly has that crossbow. And then we get Angoramon and Jellymon. I like both of these to be honest. They're a bit different than the norm for them. It just looks really good. Oh, uh, Jellymon kind of looks like it was drawn by a child. I like the Jellymon. It's cool. Neat. And then we get Kenji Wadanabe art for Simbare Angoramon and Tesla Jellymon. Both of these look really fucking good. I like like the weird boxing match <laughs> Tesla's doing. <laughs> and we get the others being her cornermen. And Gamamon's kind of sitting there like he doesn't know what's going on. I'm learning I... about violence. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get Lamortmon and Thetismon. These, I actually really like. The dynamic poses work really well. Yeah. Although, am I wrong? Or is this another one where it feels like Thetismon, they're draw like, the design keeps changing for Thetismon. Like, remember a... like remember when we ser- first saw that's the vital the, bracelet? That's the, that's the jellyfish. Yeah, we thought it was like, super cyborg-y. Very mal- She's yeah. very malleable. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, then Geo Greymon gets great art, and Shine Greymon gets even better art from Kenji Watanabe. Both of these look fucking fantastic. I feel like the sense of scale gives Shine Greymon the heads up, though. They play yeah. they play with the tail for the Halo thing and everything. It's, yeah. And then we get burst mode, where you know sometimes we sit there and we go, "Wow, they definitely like we're looking at a Gundam or something." When I look at yeah, Shine Greymon. Fun. That's the feeling I get, is they were looking at a Gundam or something for burst mode. And then, this was a trio that I felt like all three of these hitting at the same time confused people. We had Gatsumon, Gladimon, and Giromon all at the same time. They're going in alphabetical order now, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I was... The yeah, G was, It was like, weird. that's <laughs> all G's. It's the G brigade. Yes. And then, I have to say, this is some of my favorites... The Roto Nightmon and Dynasmon that they put up at the same time, and they combine into one image. They're married. <laughs> Friend, Frontier, as it gets near finishing up the 20th anniversary, even gets to pop in here. It just looks really good. Like, yeah. Um, then we got these for Tamers. We haven't gotten these for a lot of Digimon. Proto Gizmon gets one of those. This isn't a screenshot, but for anyone unaware, they may think it is. 
Yeah, it's it is very screenshotty. And even more screen, even more screenshotty were the ones for AT and XT. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah. I'm kind That's... of hoping for a Karata Tamer card. It feels like they're going yeah. to Yeah. Like that... it that seems likely. And then we I got I mean they got Satsuma and they got a old yeah. dude whose name I just completely forgot right now. Hiroshi. Yeah, um her yeah. Um then we get Gaumon, Gaugamon, and Toma. I feel like the high point for these three is Gaumon. I just really like that arc for some like I just really like it. It's so Look, him. He's got his little rucksack, and he's going to run yeah. away from home. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we get Mock Galgamon with the very good dynamic coloring. And then we get Mirage Galgamon, where he's blocked off by a corpse of, uh, I think, one of the Gizamons, but I don't remember which. Uh, it looks, I think it's like the Proto. Yeah. Oh, and there's like um Shine Greymon in the background. In the background. Yeah. Really nice art. It doesn't quite focus on Mirage as much as I would like, though. <laughs> like it feels like it feels like this is meant to be a panorama or something. Like it feels like we're gonna get Rosemon burst mode right off to the side, and we got Mirage Gal come on burst mode next. I have to be honest, the front view does not like benefit that character much. No, not really. Like I look at him like never been. I like the Gal. I like Galmon's line, but this has never been my favorite design of his. But but even like the design, there's nothing inaccurate in this art. It's just the position does not like. We're very used to seeing this character from the back of the side. Yeah, this is like Dev said. This is not a flattering angle to this character. I almost kind of would think a better shot from below would work better for. I will say this. this Am I wrong? Or does it almost look like he has a goofy face? It does. Like he doesn't have a face, but like sort of. Uh, then we get promo poster, which we've seen the art before from the U.S. cover. We get really good art of Rosemon, and then we get to see previews of an up of the third a third anniversary update pack featuring Dracomon and Destromon. Those are some choices. Yeah, like mm-hmm. real choices. Mm-hmm. Um, then from this weekend at the Evolution Cup Online, they did a mini box of Rust Tyrannomon and. Pro- Parallel cards. The parallel cards are good choices. The ten are the um, the vote cards from the second anniversary U.S. vote, and then a new Algomon card, and then Decker Greymon and Bielsbomon were the U.S. exclusive booster set ten cards. Oh, not anymore. To be fair, I think we all called they were going to do that when they oh, announced yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's nice to just there. But yeah, at first I kept looking for the Algomon like. This looks like a card I've seen before. Then I, as I looked, I'm like, okay, have not seen it. It's just all art of Algomon at perfect has this vibe to it where you just sort of go, (laughs) I've seen this before somewhere. Um, And then for the upcoming Bandai Card Festival, some neat stuff. So another memorial collection, this time featuring O2. I like every piece of art in here. I really want that Kaiser card. Yeah, the kids' ones are the high point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if I look at them, I think that these aren't great quality at the moment. We need like better images. Looking at these, I think the best two are Takru and Miyako. Adamon has the hat. Yes. <laughs> also, I may. It's hard to tell because of the quality. Does it feel like these are almost more on model than some of the O2 art cards have been? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I need to see better quality because that could be like 
just the compression killing it. Yeah, but, well, they're also trying to do a little bit the more. With the, they're yeah. doing a little bit more, having them be a little more expressive instead of just looking at the camera and giving kind of a well, generic pose. Two of the two of them are definitely giving generic poses, staring at the camera. That dice well, game Ken card. They're yeah. they're one hundred percent doing that. Yeah. Um. So that's gonna be three thousand yen. This is definitely gonna show up at premium Bandai like the day of. Mm-hmm. It feels like that's what this is gonna be, and then we get the special battle area set 2023. We get a flippable playmat with Omega Mon themed art and Ultra S themed on the other side. Uh, we get the acrylic memory counters. I believe both of these were some of the random ones you could get from the premium set last year in the U.S., I think. Yes, I believe. If not, uh, they're very yep. similar, too. The Agumon and Gabumon, for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Vmon and Wormon, I think, was there, but I think we also yep. got art with that recently, so I may be confused, but I think so. No, and those I- were definitely okay. there. Okay, Plus yeah. the uh, Gilmon and Impmon and yes. Flamemon and Strabimon. Yes, that's what I thought, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Um, I have the Gilmon one. Yeah, and then we get six gold foil p- parallel cards featuring Blanc, Noir, and Seal using parallel art they got for cards. And then the normal art for Contradictory United Front, Chaos Grade, and Mega Death. The attack cards look so goddamn cool. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is, is I actually think these look better for the option cards than the Digimon cards. The way the gold framing is there and everything. Yeah. Because they sort of just frame the art with it while the Digimon cards, it's sort of the Digimon just floating there. Mm-hmm. I think that actually really works well. And a pricey 5,000 yen. A good Ugh, chunk. That. Yeah, that that's getting a... That better be a good quality fucking mat for that price, is all I'm going to say. Like, that better be, like, top fucking... Because you can't do, like, the heavy-end rubber mat when you don't... When you have to do print on the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm curious... I'm very curious to see what those end up like, because uh, on a catalog page, it actually did say back front for these. So it's not two mats. And that event is February 19th, and the store will be open from 10 a.m. to 6. So we'll see what pops up there. Uh, Fun Digicud did a match of Busha set RB01. And then Card Battle finished off their New Year event. You can see Chiba looking sadly at the costume, which has been thrown away. (laughs) She does put it it back on later, though. And then we'll see what pops up with Card Battle next time. And then we have a new journal to talk about. One so, of these is not like the others. We, we get we get Jessmon, Gankumon, and Espimon. Espimon. <laughs> and we'll, we'll say, I kept saying they're going, for Gankumon and Espimon, there must be other art they could put up. Yeah. Because, like, here's the weird thing about that profile art of Espimon. For all, for all the character flaws, he's so much more expressive in stuff. Remember, remember when some people wondered if he was going to secretly be the big bad villain? <laughs> And they were like, his eyebrows look mean. <laughs> he has no soul. And then we get the nice close-ups of everything for the avatars. And then we have a new poll. I think this one's more interesting than the last one. This is the part two of the Digimon added in 2022. I, this one feels more interesting than part one for me. When I look at them... More variety. Yeah. I, see, the problem... <sighs> Like the obvious one who's would win would be Serious Mon. Serious Mon. 
Like I don't I don't know if anyone can beat that, but there are some that I think are interesting choices. Ruin mode and Grey Knights Mon. Shin Mon Zeman. And I think Balmon X will rank well. I don't think he can really win, but I think he can rank. He'll be up there. I figure at least top five. Yeah. Yeah. I I think top five is going to be some combination of Sirius Mon, Ruin Mode, Grey Knights Mon, Balmon X. And I know who I want it to be. I don't know if I expect that, though. I want it to be Shin Manzimon. Manzimon in general is very popular, so... Yeah, but I look at some of the ones who just, like, are either new or in the anime or people, like, just kind of like that they finally showed up, like Destromon. What if Shin Manzimon is the final villain of Ghost Game? Yes... I'm trying to decide how I imagine them handling fighting a teddy bear again. That's definitely Ghost Game's thing is repeating plots, so it's not impossible. Yeah. It work. So we'll see how that pops up. And then, uh, let's see. We got more of the clips with the theme that we can't see. This time it's five scenes featuring Agumon that will soothe you. They use, I don't remember what the word is. They use that, um, what is it, like, Mofua? Soft? No, the one that's, you know, like, they, they even, like, call entire animations that were, like, just soothes you and makes you feel better. Uh, okay, yes. I don't remember the word, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Exactly, that entire genre of yeah. just, like... Yeah, so five, five Angoramon clips that do that, which they've geologged, which feels, like, kind of funny and weird. It's very unsoothing. <laughs> yes. And then... There was a Miyazaki concert over the weekend, and it was a dual event with Kenji Watanabe there drawing. Uh, and they point out, to say, it's like Kenji Watanabe singing. What? No, him sitting there and drawing <laughs> while Miyazaki's oh, there Miyazaki's singing. singing. And they point hmm. out that at least one of the drawings he did, he did in under three minutes. Time to Miyazaki singing a song. Dang. Which is fun. Um, and then Volcano Oda posted a picture because it was uh, Wada Koji's birthday. That's very sweet. Very, very nice picture. And also posted a message saying, today is Wada's birthday. I'm sure he's having fun singing in the digital world. And shows the little Digimon character he draws of Wada singing to a number of well-known Digimon. And then we got profile art of Moon and Zed. This feels like a bad sitcom photo. Like, they're roommates. One's a crystal that can't move. And the other wants to destroy the world. And, and <laughs> Moon's, Moon's role is kind of like the goldfish in American Dad. No, you know you know what Moon is? Moon is just sitting there in a recliner and the crystal's just there. And everyone just acts like he won't get out of the recliner and it's like, I don't have feet, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then we have questions, so you guys in the chat can throw yours up. There are some good ones this week, actually. Someone wants to know, are any of the Digimon introduced in Ghost Game ones you find personally interesting? That feels like an attack. <laughs> Yeah, it, I kept trying to decide what they meant by personally interesting. Which I, ones do you like find personally? Or... It's like, how do you really feel about like, this so, man? So I, I almost considered not including this one for one reason. It would almost be more fair to wait until it's over, because some of the ones that theoretically that have been introduced, we don't actually know enough about them to... Comp- yeah, I need a, I still need another episode yeah. with with um Diarbitmon to really Jellymon decide. because she's the only one with a personality. Yeah, I'm I'm still confounded by Publimon 
Because just the whole... The fact that it just kind of acted a little bit different to everything else and the whole on vibe with it, it's just weird that it exists in the ghost game realm. I, I feel like we're all going to want to revisit this one after the show is over. That's why I asked if we're like, going with like, just yeah. like visual aesthetics, because some of them don't actually have a personality yet. And then I think this is the one Allison sent like right as we were finishing last time. Uh, she mentions Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon have female protagonists in the anime. Do you think Digimon will be next? Oh. I think we'll have to wait to find out, because I don't think we're like expecting it to pop um, up immediately. Yeah, I, I agree. It's really hard to say. I think, I wonder, I think Toei's still kind of thinking that Digimon is primarily... So... A male-oriented that that's a female actually, protagonist a, isn't so, quite going to go that, yet. That's but. actually not true, and it's that actual reason why we may wait longer. And here's why. Digimon has very weird demographics, even like the public demographics we know. Uh, mm -hmm. It ranks very well for young boys. Mm -hmm. It ranks very well generically for adult fans who saw it as kids. But there's also a high amount for the last 10, 15-ish years of women. Yeah. I mean, the fandom is definitely... Yes. There are definitely girls that like Digimon. But that's where it tends I to... I just don't see Toei acting in, in acknowledgement so of that. So, I don't see them acting in acknowledgement when they have stuff like Pretty Cure that swallows that right. theoretical audience. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, absolutely, like, Girls totally are into Digimon. Like yes. I'm not saying that. It's just no, no, no. I know, I, I know that. I'm I, saying, I see, like I'm saying they having big little box. I'm saying they've told yeah. us that they know that there's a very large percentage of female fans. Like I, they 100 have yeah. said that they know. It's that's where they, could, they should they should act like it more often. But that's where it is. The age equates to just keeping the show's stuff yeah. as it is. Yeah. Um. Like I would, I God, I want to see a a female protagonist. I just don't see them going there. They're gonna do the Iru anime. Uh, no, they're gonna do a. They're gonna if there is one, it's gonna be a clone of Rena. But okay, here's act. Here's okay. Wait, here's a smart yeah, one. If we had to choose any ghost game character to show up again, who would you choose? Espimon, of course. <laughs> uh... No. It has to be one where it feels like they should have come back. We're talking yeah. showing up again again in Ghost Game? Uh, oh, actually, that is not what they said now that I look in the chat. If you ch could choose any Ghost Game character to show up again, who would you choose? Technically, they do not say Ghost Game, but I think that's the so intent. Within, within Ghost Game, I think the one that I would like to see show up more is the one who partnered up with Tonosama Gekoma. I think that one... That one felt like an actual forging of a partnership, and I think it would pay off better if they show if they showed up. And it's like this is this is what you can do with a with a partnership that uh, can actually have an impact. So that one Mako clone is the one I want to see again. <laughs> I can never remember her actual name. I just call her the one that looks like Mako. My my brain just goes uh, weeb scientist bitch. There's been like yeah, two or three yeah. of those, to be fair. Like, which yeah. one are you yeah, talking about specifically? Yeah, they just killed one. But which one? Like, I was like, wait, didn't she just die this episode? Yeah, but like, the one that killed Morphomon could be quote unquote weep scientist. 
Which yes. one are you actually? Bring man, bring Manoa into Ghost Game. That'll stir things up. Ooh. No, I'm talking about the Ghost Game Morphomon. Oh yeah, that one too. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I was thinking Kazuma. <laughs> they can team up. Uh, that's... I forgot about her. Yeah, there's Damn, been a that was there's so been a random. bunch of weird recurring characters that you could like arguably say like like here's the thing you could have Ven- you could have Famdemon show up again. We don't know if he's dead or not. Realistically, I got the impression well, I that he what wasn't. Is with the um, yep. he turned everyone to dolls. He yeah, the best outfit. Yep. yep. God, He's see, solid. see, my brain jumps to the Digimon, but you guys are right. They introduce like a lot of kids that feel like plot-wise they should reoccur. And mind you, it's only like a like a quarter of them. Like the other three quarters, I don't care if I ever see yeah. them again. But there are some real standouts in that group. Yeah. Uh, then someone wanted to know. You guys have talked about media uh, media literacy before. They're curious if we could name a handful of things that an anime fan to look at. To gain greater understanding of what anime, of what anime is, blah 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 blah. It's like name a couple of recommendations to explain why anime is why is so anime. So I actually thought about this, and I actually came up with a handful of ones. Oh, that's a see. For me, it depends on which anime you're watching, because yeah, well, that's the issue. They didn't give that information, so I kind yeah, of had like, to go generic. Because yeah, because there's. Like if you're watching one thing, there are certain you know there are certain influences that are kind yeah. of important, and then if you watch something else, those influences are going to be completely different. And there's also you know spots along the historical line, like someone gets a question like this, and like with a Mecker style show, and someone will say Evangelion. It's like Evangelion is influenced by a million things. Yeah, that that's where like a lot of people go. Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann is fucking terrible. Oh my god, Gurren Lagann is. All, it's all, it's all, it's a pastiche of something that yes, came before. exactly. That's why Gurren Lagann does not work at all. Gurren Lagann is all reference. I tried to the think. I, I tried. I tried to think of really good ones, and I actually came up with a few. The first one, stereotypical, because I've said it before, Streets of Fire. It's not anime. A lot of anime uses a lot from Streets of Fire. Then, aim for the ace. Old uh, old tennis anime inspired a ton. In fact, inspired the next thing on my list, which is Gunbuster. I've never seen that one. Gunbuster inspired a bunch of mech anime, yeah, and, basi- and basically movie. the first episode of Gunbuster is pseudo a remake of Aim for the Ace stuff, like heavily. Um, yeah, there's lots of weird stuff. Like, like frankly, even Dragon Ball inspires a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, if you watch Shonen stuff, there's stuff that inspired Dragon Ball for sure. You, almost all Shonen stuff is just born out of Dragon Ball. Shonen action stuff is born out of Dragon Ball at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, street, Streets of Fire and Aim for the Ace are the easy answers. I'm trying to think if there's a good mech answer that isn't just, hey, go watch Gundam or Mazinger Z. I don't know, I guess, what do you think, AR, as far as like... The- I don't know, because that's all older than me even... Like none of the none of the things you've said I've seen, and some of those I've never heard of. So, let's see. A- any comments from you, Dev? My only suggestion would be like Full Metal Alchemist, but that is like historically. See, that's a good yeah. one. I don't know how much it's inspired though. I'm trying to think. Like 
I remember go- going to watch an anime that I thought was going to be a Full Metal Alchemist knockoff, and instead it was actually a Bleach knockoff. It just used words from Full Metal Alchemist, which was Buso Rankin. That's funny. I like because they talk about uh, like all the stuff you ex- all the alchemist stuff, but it's just words and like it's like, oh, this person's been harmed, so they have to have the power shared with them, and now they have to join the group. It's like this is just bleach. Yeah, looking well, at the Manoha. Ch- Which one? I didn't hear you. Manoha. Haven't mm. seen it. I have seen it. I don't see how that's so influential. Like it's it's kind of a it's kind of shojo, but more for anime fans and not really what the target audience that you'd expect for Maho Shoujo. It kind of helps start kicking off kind of like the dark magical girl kind of subversion and also beating the shit out of someone and making them your friend. There was a... Oh, they did that in Dragon Ball, though. Yeah, no, it was... There was a... I saw something really interesting about how um... how Madoka was actually inspired by... it was a sent like it was a, it was a Sentai series. Yeah, I vaguely recall that. I don't remember I which don't Sentai they said. Remember? I, yeah, I don't remember where I saw it, but it was... It was something really. It was yeah. something really mind-boggling. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let's. Is there anything? But even then, it's like even with something like the darker side, you need to be familiar with the lighter side to get all the tropes. You know, here's what you do: Wh- whatever anime you like, track down the manga, and I guarantee you, in the author's pages, the author's going to tell you what inspired them, and you'll be able to go find it. it it's sort of like. If you go read like Doctor Slump, but it's also not necessarily the inspirations. It's where do you where do a yeah. lot of the tropes come from? Yeah, which like, is just as hard to try to come up with a yeah. Like like list. here's the thing: if you like Dragon Ball, track down Future Boy Conan, which is Miyazaki. Yeah. If you yeah. watch Future Boy Conan, your main reaction is going to be, "Wow, a lot of this is just in Dragon Ball, just a ton." And let's see. I think we will skip any more theorizing about Digimon Con for now. It's not that it's a bad question. It's just there's there's only so much theorizing about Digimon Con we can do at this point, don't you think, guys? Well, uh, we also, can... it gets asked like every week too. So. I would. Yeah, I mean, I even think we can talk about the last question, but specific questions, I don't think we should yeah. go into. Yeah. Uh, then someone wants to know what would we like to see for the next Digimon Mobile Gacha game. Just give me a good story again. I, I was going to say, I think... Put the game down after like a year and a half, please. To be fair, Rear Rise actually lasted like four years. Yeah. Like, they, still, it, they still destroyed it. They absolutely did. Here's ironically what I think fans at the moment want. They want the engine from Rear Rise with a new story. I think a lot of people would be perfectly happy with that. They don't, I'd be okay with that, but I would like to come up with something different gameplay wise like the gameplay of Rear Eyes was not great no it absolutely wasn't but i think that's but what a lot of people i think people are looking for this the style junior. of this yeah the style of storytelling was great though yeah do something with that just to have a different gameplay like it doesn't even have to be good just make it different i don't expect greatness from my mobile gacha games and then ian wants to know do i only handle the discotheque social media for major events the Twitter is 99.9 infinity times me, no matter what. If you look at the Facebook, that's more formal press type stuff. 
the Twitter is me. And then someone wanted to know, they saw social media comments that various rematches like Yu Hakusho, Angel Cop, Project Echo have changed the colors of the content, and they want to know if that's true, and if so, why? I believe I actually saw the conversation on Twitter that may have brought this question. I'm going to show Devin AR a screenshot. So that's from the remaster of Angel Cop. If you look at the colors and everything, let me know what you think. And I, I've not shown AR Dev this, or they did not know I was going to do this either. I did. I'm I'm fearful for this guy's heart, but okay. Yeah, but like you can tell, the colors look natural and everything. Yeah, and so forth. It, they look. So, I've seen it before, but it looks yeah. fine. Now, um, the same person time while complaining about the color changes, put up a screenshot of the prior Master of Angel Cop. Oh God. Uh, that's very uh the the mistake they're the mistake they're making is that the colors that were there before on old bad video masters were ever anything akin to accurate yeah if i thought that guy was gonna have a heart attack in the first picture the second one is really bad yeah the the, the, he's turning red yeah the confusion seems to be the idea that the masters that existed before were terrible and people thinking that they're accurate because that's what they're used to seeing yeah you want it to look just as crappy as you remember seeing it and that's what the original angel cop blu-ray looks like yeah because that's all that existed and people wanted a blu-ray and then the film was found and it could be remastered properly um i will tell you this if you look at promo art of angel cop no one has neon orange skin that's a relief yeah so there are times when colors can end up being changed uh I think it was the French Connection or something. When they did the remaster, the director was doing it without the original color correctionist. And he made a lot of weird color choices, and it pissed people off, and he eventually admitted he fucked up. Uh, Most of the anime stuff generally has reasonably accurate colors. A lot of the ones that are seeing are things that were like early, mid-90s, 80s, where stuff was kind of just... The colors were what you could do back then. That just there's a reason why NTSC for shorthand people say never the same color <laughs> because of the way color works on NTSC, it creates issues. So yeah, turns it into neon yeah. orange. Yeah, the top is how it's meant to look, or as close as it's going to get, based on who's still around, who worked on it. The bottom is just, that's what they could... That's how it ended up. That's not necessarily purposeful. They did not intend people in Angel Cop to have neon orange skin. All Um, happy about that. Yeah. And as for Aiko, Aiko looked fucking horrifying for years. People would cry over how Aiko looked. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that that was the best it was gonna be. I Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Last chance for questions in chat. Someone... This... This is the Digimon Con question AR mentioned earlier. How much would we have to see Digimon Con just to clap our hands and say it's great? I feel like, for me, I need two or three real things. I We announced these several months ago, but here we are again. Honestly, I don't. I'm generally just happy for the, like, let's all get together and have a few hours where we just goof off and celebrate Digimon. So I'm, I have very, like, as much as, 
as much of a nothing burger as last year's was, I still had a good time. Oh, no, so did I. But here's the thing. We also ducked out for an extended period of time. But that's, ex- I mean, they kind of expect you to do that, though. Like I don't know where we're grown-ass adults with jobs. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, that's, I, the, that's the thing is, is I am perfectly ha- I still think if, I still wonder if doing it over two or three days, a few hours a day, and like, you can set it up I'm, so everyone can watch it. I think that that's trickier. You're and not I don't wrong, know if I'd but... like to, I don't know if I'd like to invest two days for it, even if it's a shorter time period. I just rather like book my Saturday and say, okay, let's plow through this. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I, like here's the thing: it can definitely just be fun, and we'll be perfectly happy. I think yeah. for announcements, if you want to be happy with it, you have to see two or three things though that are yeah. Somehow... I mean, obvious. Uh, obviously, I don't want to see. 30 minutes of Habu Flop Sweat, but it was still... I would see 30 minutes of the Digimon suits dancing around. It was still fun tweeting about it, though. Yeah, Yes, it was. (laughs) That was a good time. I'd say that was great. Yeah. But yeah. I... I'm I'm curious to see what they will do this time. It feels like they could definitely plan the schedule slightly better. Also, I I would like to see there not being region exclusive stuff. Like just have a segment where you go, here's new stuff coming out in the English speaking world. And let people in Japan see that and then also have the segment of here products come out soon in Japan and let people see that, and that's that's something that it would be nice to do to put on the schedule. Like that's another like okay, here's going to be some English exclusive stuff for the next Five ten minutes or whatever. If you're oh, not part did, of this, feel free to. Oh, they did do that. Okay. No, they did that. They... they did that, but the streams were actually different. Yeah, don't do that. The, like, keep the them together. To- like, yeah, the product segment at the end was different setup oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, studio. The yeah, yeah, but I, I'm saying, I'm just, saying, like, just do let it, people know. Do it in a linear fashion. Like, have you know, book an hour and have like the first quarter be one one area and and so forth. And just let people take breaks. Yeah, I would like that. Like too. if they're not if they're not interested in what someone else like, I don't care what China's getting. I'll, like I'll take my I'll I'll make my lunch. No, or whatever. see, I do care what China's getting because China gets some you of the care. Cri- no, here's the thing: China gets some of the unique products that we actually like when we get to see. Yeah, I want no. Von Kuji plushies. I'm saying it as an example, but not everyone's going to care. No, absolutely not. But, like, I like seeing the the weird stuff that we don't always get. Like, we're never going to get that uh, Agumon with whipped cream on his nose plush. Same. I would like to see more of that plush. Crushing my hopes and dreams. Yeah. Okay, and that is it for questions. AR, what have you been up to and what will you be up to? I've been planning for Anime Milwaukee, and I will be up to going to Anime Milwaukee, which <laughs> is in Milwaukee next weekend. Why do you almost sound angry when you're saying you're going to Milwaukee? It's kind of been my life for the last couple of weeks, so... Str- st- oh, stress, then. Also, just driving home. Just driving home, that if you want to hang out and stuff, I'll be in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> and Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? I want cake, so please look at Shortmon. Oh, that's a good one. And I feel we... like you've used that one before, just because on Probably. account of cake. Probably. Just on account of cake. Because and... I really like cake, yeah. and very often cake I is, like cake. Cake is a perennial desire. 
So this week we were Sunday instead of Monday. Next week we will not be doing Monday. We'll be doing Tuesday because AR is in Milwaukee. Actually, I'll be back by then. I have something else going on that Monday. I'm sticking with Milwaukee. And I believe we weren't Just doing... the gag. Yeah. And Dev was playing cards. She was doing something... Seeing a movie. She was doing something interesting. I just don't remember what. I thought that was My this Tuesday. My partner is visiting. Okay. Yay! But I well, thought that was... Like, well, well, this Tuesday. Yeah, I thought oh, okay. that was this okay. Tuesday. You're unavailable. Okay. So we will see you in a... Okay, yes. We will see you in a week and a couple days. And that... Is the week right? This that is a few days before Digimon Con, I believe. It's hopefully we don't get bombarded. Is it? It's the eleventh. Is it the eleventh or the eighteenth? It's the eighteenth, I think, isn't it? No, I think it's the eleventh. Okay, so maybe then. So and I will be found with the will as always. I hope it. I hope it's the eleventh because I canceled other plans on the eleventh for it. <laughs> and then uh, tomorrow I will be doing the social media for Discotech Day. Many anime things will be announced. Good shit, good shit. We will catch you guys all next time. Thank you for showing up. Bye. Milwaukee. Bye. Bye.